everybody to episode 33. We are at the second part of our Arrow's Edge arc. And who wants to give the recap? Who listened to recently? It's been a little while since we recorded. Carl's got it. Carl's got it. Carl, Perfect. what's up? What happened last time? Give me a rundown. Uh, so we made our way to Arrow's Edge. We're looking for uh, the tiara of the High Priestess Prudence. Uh, we got into town. We made our way to the Silver Tongue where we talked with Patrick. Hint pointed us towards uh, Nicolina Sassy of Cauldrons and Curiosities. And we are there at the moment. Are, are we, we there? I believe we're heading, we're heading that way. We stopped by the bulletin board. Yeah. You definitely stopped. Yeah, you stopped by that bulletin board Finally. and saw a couple things. You saw poster for Artissi Trekis, which you got kind of introduced to. You know, don't know too much about. You saw a poster for uh, someone named Sir Falkor the Fearless Trainer, and then yeah, you saw the Nicolina Nicolina Sassy's Cauldrons and Curiosities. Um, so it's it's probably about like mid afternoon, little maybe get, getting into evening time, and you guys are still at the bulletin board. I don't think you went anywhere. You're just kind of pouring over that. So it's up to you. What do you want to do? What time of the day is it? Arcane Tower. <laughs> what? <laughs> what time? Of, I just said that. Late afternoon, almost evening. So we have we have to wait around because so we should probably go back to the. Bar. Yeah, I think yeah. Cauldrons and Curiosities doesn't open until midnight. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Right. Yeah, it so doesn't. That's, that's the store doesn't open until midnight. Sure. Yeah, that's true. Are we gonna have a burgle off to get in and and just wait for her? Uh, well, unless we unless we go back to the Arcane Tower and tell the Archmage we basically have to conquer this city to get the thing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, so yeah, let's go back to the uh, let's go back to uh, the silver. silver what tongue. what other are are there any other like establishments? Bars? Obviously that are there's around the bronze the cauldrons the and curiosities. Are, are there any cool like tourist attractions? Like, is there like a cool statue that we could look at? So. <laughs> So uh, the city itself has three levels. You kind of already went to the gate level, which is the the bottom floor where you saw that big old tent, big old market, uh, people, you know, wandering around. You met the, didn't meet, but you saw the three dragonborn members of the House of Storms. You later found out were the current champions of Artisi Trekis. You went up the stairs to the step, which is the second level where you went to the Silver Tongue, saw that guard take out that dragon. Um, You see on the poster that, Nicolina Sassy's Cauldrons and Curiosities is actually in a small corner of the step. There's a little uh, address there. Um, other than that, there are stairs that lead up to the palace level that you can see. Um, then the buildings around are mostly residential. Like we said, it's a little bougier of a district. I mean, there's shops and markets, nothing that really stands out uh, to you. But, you know, you can really go anywhere. I can make stuff up. I'm the DM. So I think I think what we should do is we should pull out Eugene, strap ICUP to his back, and send him inside to investigate. Just we can get a lay of the land, see what's in there. I know you all are going to end up trying to burgle something. Wait, are you talking about into uh, into cauldrons and curious? Yeah, he's a rat. That's sort of cool. ICUP. Yeah, yeah, my my monocle or whatever. My the googly eyes. Oh yeah, like oh yeah, that's a great idea actually. (laughs) <laughs> all right uh I think, didn't joe tweet something about how much he loves it when we just rob people randomly instead of doing anything should we do that 
I mean, that was a large part of last episode, so... <laughs> That's true, uh, we want to keep it fresh. It was. It I don't, we can only time. use that Mission Impossible theme music so many times, I think. <laughs> let's go Let's go. Uh, rob the fucking potion maker or whatever. Why do we have to rob them? That's what you all do. You all try and burgle everything. I only burgle to counter burgle derf. There's a difference. <laughs> well, okay. So we won't rob... Wait, honestly, we probably need somebody with like a... Why don't we just assess the sitch like Carl said? Let's go fucking assess the sitch. Durf goes and assesses the sitch. I think this is the longest streak of time where I haven't talked this entire <laughs> podcast. <laughs> to, to cauldrons and curiosities. <laughs> to cauldrons and curiosities. Okay. All right. All right. So you guys finally leave <laughs> the main area with the bulletin board following the uh, little address to cauldrons and curiosities you walk past a bunch of large residential buildings towards kind of like the mountainside on the far left end of the or so far right end of the step closest to the edge of town and you reach the place marked uh cauldron curiosities you see the mountain naturally casts like a long shadow over this part of town but you sense you sense a darkness from more than just the lack of light it's cold it smells like mold it's eerily quiet, even though it's about, you know, it's prime time. It's about 7 p.m. Um, the buildings around here are, are both wood and stone. So not so much the neat slate stone that you've seen in the other part of town, but some wood. And a lot of them are clinging to the mountainside on old rusted nails. You see a metal sign that creaks on a chain hanging above a beaded doorway that is closed. And the sign reads, Nicolina Sassy's Cauldrons and Curiosities. Interesting. I'm going to run up to the door and just uh, start knocking violently. On the door? Yeah, on the door. Okay. see if she's in there. Yeah, you, you bang and bang and bang, and you actually hear a response. And she says, mm, we're closed. We don't open till midnight. Mm. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Durf says, okay, thank you. What what is it you need? Hmm? Um, um, some what is it that we're we need? looking for? Uh, Look, potions we, it, of any variety, but potions. specifically one. But we're not willing to discuss this not face to face. Yeah, you might be a cop. You hear like a little click, and you notice that around your well, I guess Tug notices about eye level. Carl, you notice throughout crotchal region, a little uh, window is opened in the door. And these eyes peer out Good at you. Good to know now on episode 7000 or whatever that Tug's face is in Carl's dong region. <laughs> at all times. 100% at all times. <laughs> cool. I feel she like says, Kevin Hart if you met Shaquille O'Neal. It's a big reveal. You got to listen to the whole thing a second time with that information. It changes the whole experience. It really does. Um, all right, really so does. she she uh, she opens the slit, and you hear this voice from the other side call out, and she says, mm, "I suppose I could uh, make an exception for customers. Mm, why don't you come on in?" And you hear like four or five clicks on the door as locks are unlocked, and the door opens, and it opens to a tiny old woman who looks she looks about five thousand years old, uh, and she's beaming up at you. Her hair is nothing but wisps of white thread, and her nose bends down towards her toes, a bulbous mole at the tip. 
What she wears can't really be called a robe, but more like shreds of porous cloth that hang loosely over her shoulders, all the way down past her feet and on trailing onto the floor. And she says, oh, come in, come in. And she walks back into her shop. And as you kind of look around, now that these doors are open, you are, you're hit by the smell of spice. You see wooden shelves lining every wall of the place. They're filled with an assortment of curiosities, strange utensils, jars of colorful powder, rows of dried hanging fruit. You see smoke that licks up into the air from several short candles that decorate the room, sitting in candlesticks covered in layers and layers of cooled wax. Um, So before we uh, go, this is kind of a question before we enter. Um, from the outside, can we tell if this building is multiple levels high? Does that make sense? Uh, like, is yeah. there a second floor to it? Yeah, you don't know if it's connected to the shop, but it definitely reaches up like two or three levels. It's kind of like I'm trying to imagine. Um, you ever see? You ever see? Hmm, okay, Harry Potter. We use that reference a lot here, but you know the Weasley's house. Yeah, kind of like janky and crooked, but it's got multiple levels. That's kind of what yeah. this place looks like. Okay, okay. Just making sure it wasn't like a single level thing. So I'm assuming we're going to want to discuss things with Nicolina. So um, Tug, as he's walking in, uh, slides uh, one of the monocles, uh, ICUP monocles, to Durf. Durf grabs it subtly. So if if Durf, you want to cut loose Eugene with that on his back, uh, then we, uh, you know, can check out the other floors without actually leaving. Is kind of what my thought is, just like Carl suggested. That's a good idea. Durf knows that from when Tug hands him ICUP, even though Tug didn't say that in character. Durf intuits well, um, Carl, it. <laughs> but as a group, Carl did mention it before he ignorantly started banging on the door before we could implement the plan he came up with. <laughs> I pulled a tug. That's true. (laughs) You pull a tug. Yeah, like tug does every encounter ever. Um, uh, Yeah, whatever. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, So Durf, I I, I guess Eugene is in like my front pocket. Mm -hmm, Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Durf would like to take like the first opportunity that um, this little, do we know her name? Nicolina Sassy. Nicolina Sassy. That's right. That's right. Um, to to drop the ICUP into his like front shirt pocket where Eugene is and say, "Hey man, go 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 take a look around," and then put him down on the ground, but like okay. stealthily. Okay, give me a uh, give me an animal handling check first for Eugene. LOL. Fucking twenty eight. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Dear okay. God. Yeah. Dear God. Uh, so he looks back at you and he's like, what the fuck is this thing? And he holds the googly eye in his, in his little tiny rat hands. Uh, um, when, when Tug sees uh, Durf like quickly release Eugene, uh, Tug kind of like stomps around causing a scene. Uh, yeah, my eyes aren't like they used to be. Uh, if I'm going to be looking at any sort of inventory you got, I got I to gotta use this... Uh, this eye adjuster thing that my doctor gave me and he pops in the other um, uh, half of ICUP as like a monocle pretending he needs it to see. Okay. Uh, give me a, 
Let's see. Uh, no, I don't need to check for that. That's cool. Okay. Yeah, she buys it. Mostly she's turned around and walking, so she doesn't really pay attention to anything you guys are saying <laughs> anyway. But that's great. That's really great RP. Uh, so Eugene looks up at you, Derp, with the googly eye in his hand. He's like, what the fuck is this? What am I supposed to do with this? I don't know, man. Go Look around and see if anything important or cool. Just- and look at it. Just pointed at stuff. All right. All right. And you set him down and he, he scurries off. And he's pointing at all sorts of stuff. There's basically as you walk through following this this old woman, um, you you see what normally that you see, but you also see like these these giant uh, cauldrons. They're stacked on this on the floor, like three or four three or four cauldrons high. They kind of teeter on the side almost unnaturally, like like any wrong step, and you can knock all of them over. Um, I don't know. He sees a couple cockroaches. He sees. Uh, a couple other different like rat holes not really anything out of the ordinary that is there anybody any. else in the I think, I think the there's main no thing one is else like, is, is there's anybody else in the building there's no one else nope okay so you you follow this little old lady you follow Nicolina Sassy and um, she waddles around a a counter that's up at the front of the of the office of the of the room of the store and she hops up to this stool and she sits on it and she crosses her her fingers and puts them on on the counter and she says mm, I don't usually do this but what can I help you with so before we start uh, is can I call you something other than Nicolina Sassy what do you go by um, what what do you like to be called? Oh, you're so right. It's such a long name. Most people just call me Sassy. You could call me that. Mm, sassy. Great. So, Sassy, I am Carl. Uh, my compatriots are uh, Tug and Durf, uh, two of the uh, most mediocre burglars of the land. I'm an aristocrat. You can tell by my monocle. <laughs> yes, that that is what he said. Um... We need your help. We are looking to um, obtain a potion. Oh, yes. Why, I have many potions. I have many spices, many things that may interest you. You can take a look around if you'd like. What kind of potion exactly were you thinking of? Hmm? Durf says, um, let me ask you something, Stassy. Sassy. (laughs) Sassy, yeah. No tea. It's okay. It's tough at first. How do you feel about the government? The what? He raises his eyebrows at her. Our government here at uh, Rosedge? Yep, that one. Oh, you know, they stay out of my business. I stay out of theirs. It's not an issue here. Tug elbows Durf. Tug elbows the shit out of Durf before he can say any other shit like that. <laughs> and Tug pops up, I guess, I, can I even see the counter or wherever she's sitting now that I know that I'm dong high? <laughs> you, you can see it. It's fine. She's short, too, so the counter's shorter than normal. Okay, what are you, are you like belly button height? Maybe you're belly button height. No, he's. You, it's already been decided. It's canon now. Canon. Now he's dong height. <laughs> it's done. It's somewhere, somewhere in between. All right. All right, so... Tug elbows Durf to kind of get him to stop talking. He goes, "Listen, Sassy, I'm gonna, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna shoot you straight here. <sighs> it's our first time in the city. We're looking to pay for companionship, but as we know, Dragonborns Wait. are a little weird looking. Stop, Sassy. <laughs> let me get, let me get through this. It's embarrassing enough. Don't make me rehash it. We're looking to pay for companionship. Dragonborns are a little unsettling." 
to Durf and Carl, I think they're they're just not as accepting of people as I am. Uh, but to make them feel comfortable, I'm going along with it. We need a potion to change the appearance of the ladies of the night that we're looking to solicit later. I know it's unsavory stuff, but those are the po- that's the potion we need, and that's what we need it for. We were told you can do that. I, so do you Durf have el- any of Durf these? elbows Tug and says, <laughs> that's the opposite of what we need. Yes, <laughs> correct. We want to turn into Dragonborn. <laughs> Look, listen. <laughs> Am I the only one that listened? I don't understand. I'm assuming. I'm assuming it's one potion that changes something to something else. It's. it's Are you I'm a fucking doctor? I don't think that's uh, that follows that it works backwards. Are we are we saying this all in cover? Yes, you are. One hundred percent. And Sassy's just staring at you like mouth agape, just staring back and all right, and back Sassy. And forth. We need. We need Derp a says, potion. Okay, hold on. No God, Sassy, are you a cop? You have to tell us if you're a cop. <laughs> yeah, let's start there. Are you a fucking cop? Are you a fucking cop? <laughs> she she puts her hands up in the air and she says, "I'm no popo. I'm no snitch." <laughs> okay, right, good. Right. That's Sassy, what I wanted listen. to hear. That means she's not. She would have to tell us if she was. Cross my heart, Sassy. We no need some polyjuice potion. We need some- polyjuice potion. We don't need Polyjuice Potion. I don't know what that is. That's the this, isn't, this isn't Harry Potter. It might, might have as, a different It might name. as well be. Despite the fact that we're trying to play Quidditch. We need to turn into Dragonborns, okay? A and B, letter B. I want a potion that will turn my pet rat, who's not here right now. He's back at the hotel, uh, into a dragon-sized rat with dragon wings. Okay. And she strokes her, her chin, and she says... So, so that's all one potion, right? <laughs> that's all well, one potion. We just have to like just will some it. extra ingredients. We just have to add some DNA, and then we're good, right? That's well, what it is. Yeah. Yes. Yes. See, and, I fucking knew no. it. We could have let the original story stand, and now our cover's blown. Sassy, are you a cop? Okay, listen. <laughs> I'm no cop. I don't give a shit what you use the potion for. You're throwing a lot of information at me all at once. This old brain of mine can't process things as quick as it used to. Mm. So let me get this straight. Let me get this straight. And maybe maybe this time just one of you talk. Raise your hand if you want to talk. How about Dirt that? Raise his hand. Oh, I tell you what. And she reaches down under her counter and she grabs like this this amulet. And she says, no talking unless you have the amulet. And she hands it to Durf. <laughs> okay. Now. What do you, what do you, what do you want me to I see? I understand. Order? I understand you need a potion. Is that that's correct? First of all, point of order. I'm holding the amulet, and correct. he hands her the amulet, so oh, she's allowed she- to talk. <laughs> <laughs> she, she just stares at you with that like emoji, straight face, closed eyes kind of thing, and she grabs the amulet and she says, "Potion," and she hands it back to you. Durf. Yes. Well, two potions, I guess. You're the you're the a pharmacist or whatever. So I don't know if we need two potions, one potion, one potion that'll turn us into dragonborns. Easy enough. And one potion that will turn my pet rat into a giant dragon rat. Okay. Uh, Tug snags the amulet out of Durf's hand. We need this potion to last not forever, but also not like two hours. Somewhere in between there. And then hands the amulet back to Durf. Or give us a bunch of doses. 
Okay. And then he hands her the amulet. Yeah, she's so like she she's like calling it over to her <laughs> as her mouth is closed. And she grabs the amulet and she says, Okay, that's fine. And well, see how much better this is now. I do not judge what you will use this for. And I have an idea myself, but please now tell the truth. Why would you need such a thing? Why would you, first of all, want to turn into these dragonborn creatures, hmm? And secondly, we're going to crush uh, some Artisitrakis. Ah, that is Yo. my suspicion. How do you expect to get into the games? Tug snatches the amulet. Carl, Carl ignores the amulet. Listen, move, listen, move to sassy. strike Carl's <laughs> statements because he was not holding the amulet. Tug, Denied. Angrily gripping the amulet. Listen, sassy, act like we won't burn this fucking place down in your stupid jars of cinnamon. <laughs> it doesn't matter what we need it for. We have the gold. We want the potions. We need to know how they work. So I'll retract the violent threat from before, assuming you'll give us good information. But if you don't, we'll burn this place down and we'll take all your cinnamon jars or whatever those are. <laughs> okay. She slams a fist on the counter and the lights in the place go out. All the candles go... They burn out, and it's completely dark. And all you see is this glowing <laughs> part of vision. her eyes. And she grows and grows and grows. And now she's towering over the three of you. And she says, listen here, motherfuckers. I have the amulet. We <laughs> face things a lot scarier than whatever that was. So intimidation tactics don't work. She grabs the amulet from you. And she says, I've got the amulet now, bitch. <laughs> Tug refuses to let go, and if it if necessary, we'll just hang on to the amulet while he's hanging down from her grabbing the amulet, if she's that big. Okay, yeah, yeah, she's, she's dangling you above the ground, and she says, you came into my shop, you are my customers, my paying customers, you will not threaten me if you are to get what you want, now. Custom, customers are right. <laughs> Will you allow me to help you, or do you want to throw some more shade? Customer's <laughs> ours, right? <laughs> and Tuck says this dangling in front of her face, uh, and just keeps mumbling, customer's ours, right? <laughs> Derp says, we're cool. <laughs> Good save, Derp. <laughs> <laughs> Durf, I guess I fucking guess. Give me a persuasion check. This is the worst ever. This all is time a great low. Episode. All time low of you mean the uh, tavern. This is a whole fucking episode so far. Twenty one. Okay, yes, fine. Fucking fine. She drops Tug and shrinks back to normal size. You guys are cool now, I guess. <laughs> I quit. Podcast over. Sorry, everyone. This is the last episode. Hope you've enjoyed our story. This is bullshit. So anyway, Sassy, can we get these fucking potions or what? Okay. She she very, very frustratingly rubs her temples. And she says, wait, I'll wait for Kirk to get back into the room. <laughs> Dear God. Oh, man. I don't know how the fuck I'm going to edit all that. <laughs> I I don't either. I think it's pretty good. Just leave it as is.
<laughs> hey, you good? You good? I am. I am. <clears throat> yeah. Hey, Tins, sick persuasion dog. <laughs> so good. Okay, so she she puts a very frustrating two fingers on her temples and just rubs them repeatedly. And she says, okay, as long as you are paying, we can work out a deal. No matter what your attitude is, hmm? come with me. And she hops down off her stool and she steps through a, a beaded doorway um, away from the main room into the back room. She kind of waves you to follow her. I follow her. All right. Yeah, we so follow. Carl, yeah, yeah. You follow. All right. Yeah. So you, so you walk in, and this is basically like a living space for her. There's a messy kitchenette that's in the western corner, a small bed of like moth-eaten blankets to the east, and she waddles over to the northern wall where she drags four large, uh, large pillows out to the center of the room and, and beckons you to sit. And she says, okay, now, this potion that I, ca- I can do this for you, I, it, it will last a full day. Is that enough for you, your needs? I don't know. You live here, not me. What is? How long does the fucking Aratissi Trekkis tournament last? It it usually lasts. We also have to learn how to play. Um. Okay. She says. She says Aratissi Trekki is is but a few hours. There's no problem there. If you you say you must learn how to play now. Uh, t- I'm very confused by this. First of all, why do you wish to play the game? That's a. That's a. That's a that's a real cop question, Sassy. Okay, no, you're right, you're right. She sticks her hands up. She says, "No, no, no. I'm sorry. I shouldn't probe. It's just my curiosity, you know." All right. Well, it will last a day for you. I don't know what you need. If you need extra days, there's going to be extra cost and extra things I require. That is up to you. What about turning my pet rat into a giant dragon? Right. Now I can make enough potion for all four of you, and I like Eugene waddles back in. He's been just <laughs> like walking around the room, holding the googly up to shit. Like, check out this shelf. Check out this jar of cinnamon. Check out this cauldron. Nothing really interesting. And he just throws his hands up in the air. He's like, "Fuck it, whatever." And he he walks in uh, right behind you and crawls back up into your pocket. Nice. Yeah. My rat just got here from the hotel. Durf says that to her. I said he was at the hotel earlier. He was. He must have been heading over. Actually, he's here now. <laughs> uh, okay, fine. Uh, yes, yes. All four of you. The potion will work. There's enough doses in there for all four of you. Um, with what I'm going to need. So, do we have a deal now? How, this is how to, much gold are we talking? This we is going we to cost you fifty gold pieces. And how much for extra potions? I can make an extra I can make it for free. I can make as much as you want for free, but the ingredients that I will need will double. Uh, is this like a we have to go get the ingredients type situation? Ah, uh, yes, yes, yes. You're picking up what I am putting down. You are smelling what I am stepping mm-hmm. in, Durf. I used my last dose. I used my last ingredients of needle root just the other day. Where can we find this needle root? Durf nature's that. Uh, nature check on, on what needle root whether, is. Sure. What needle root is. Sure. And he rolls not very well. A seven. 
Okay, you've never actually heard of this. You've never heard of needle root before. It's totally foreign Dirk to you. says, needle root? Tell me more. Tug, hold on. Tug also nature's needle root. Dear God. A nine. Uh, no idea. Carl will not. <laughs> Thank you. Nature <laughs> check. <needle root. laughs> she says, ah, yes. Mm, needle root. Mm, yes, yes, yes. It smells like dog shit. But the taste, it is intoxicating. It's worth a fortune, though. And my guesses are that it's probably only found in the palace kitchens, high up in the pinnacle. Those would be the only people that are able to afford it anyway. Durf gets really big eyes and says, so we have to do a heist? Hmm. <laughs> Like I said, I do not judge. I do not care how you acquire it as long as you don't say my name. Okay. It is it is blood red with needles as sharp and strong as steel. So it's pretty much just you meet in a tavern's version of durian. I don't know what either of those things are. <laughs> Wait, are you saying that to me, like the a... DM? Oh, durian. Yeah, it does have spikes on it. What is Everybody durian? Everybody that's listening, Google durian. It is a fleshy fruit that smells terrible. That's gross. All right, so it's so uh, needle root. It's blood red with needles as sharp and strong as steel. And yes. Mm-hmm. So it's so, kind of like a sea urchin. Is yeah. that the only ingredient How that you need? How much do we need? Oh, I'll need I'll need about a four inch root if you can catch it. Catch it? This motherfucker moves. Uh, I I know it's not alive. I, but bad choice of words. I'm sorry. No, no, no. If you can if you can acquire it. Mm. So let me ask you this, sassy. Yes. Sounds like this stuff is worth a shit ton of money. If we can get more of it, will you buy it from us? Oh, for a shit ton of money. I may. Perhaps be interested. I'm really honestly trying to get out of this business. It's very risky. A lot of people around with open mouths, you know, but we'll see. We'll see they what we can do. They keep pulling you back in. Just mm. when you thought you were out, they pull you back in. That's right. Hey, I know. are there any, like, windows to the palace kitchens that say, hypothetically, a bird could fly into uh windows oh yes i'm sure they're windows i personally have never been up there but i hear the kitchens are on the bottom floor and from what i understand there is a sewer system that leads just outside the kitchen doors hmm? yes yeah, sassy Durf why, already has an idea yes yeah, sassy why would we use the sewers when we can we're asking about windows uh, i don't know i just do you know Open your options up a bit, um. Durf is bouncing up and down excitedly, <laughs> and he's like, we could summon a swarm of rats out of the sewers to distract people while we fly in the window. <laughs> he's very excited as he says this. <laughs> uh, Durf winks in the gun, sassy, bang. Let's do that. Tug does? Tug does that? <laughs> he winks in the gun, sassy, and turns to Durf and says, bang, let's do that. I don't, says, care. Right, let's go. I don't care how you acquire it. Like I said, I just need it to do what you want to do. Is it safe to... Hold on. The tug turns back to Sassy. Is it safe to say we need an eight-inch amount to double the dose that we would need? To double the uh, the amount we would get out of it? Yes. Eight Fair. inches will do. 
right. Um, which way is the palace? Up. You mean you Durf mean the up. sewers? <laughs> you mean the the su- <laughs> uh, the palace is in the? Did you really not see the palace? It's like the biggest fucking thing in the city. Oh, <laughs> that's the one yeah, thing we do totally. know where it is. <laughs> Derp says, "Oh, oh, right." I totally saw. I I remember that. Uh, uh, I thought you said Schmalis. Yeah, 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 yeah. The chalice. Did I say palace? I meant the entrance to the sewers. Oh, uh, yes. Mm, let me that? show you. And she walks over to her bed and she pulls out this roll of paper in the uh, in the uh, side table there, the end table there. And she draws you a little map up to the sewers. It's really not far from where you are right now. Maybe just a couple blocks over against the wall. There's this large grate in built into the wall. Um, that you can kind of squeeze through the bars and go up, she says. Okay, okay. Hey, since we're here and you seem like you're in a question-answering kind of mood, um, <laughs> let's say we wanted to get into the RTC track is tournament. Is that, are we, is that, like, can we do that if we're dragonborn? If we look like dragonborn and we have a giant rat dragon to f- to fly on for the RTC track is? Uh, well, I, I, I got to be honest with you, friend. I do not know too much about Aratissi Trekkis. I know, I know there is a strict registering process. Uh, as far as I know, the registration is, is nearly to an end. They may be all full up. I will just kill somebody if, <laughs> just kidding. What did you say? Nothing. <laughs> And then uh, he, he heads on. Wait, let's, he said, let's go to the sewer, guys. The sewer. To the sewer. So, Carl, I'm going to let um, Durf and Tug kind of head that way. Um, so sassy. Oh, yes. Did, did you say you already have some of these potions ready to go? Well, nothing like the one you require. I have some other potions, if you may be interested. That will turn me into a dragonborn even for a short period of time? No, I'm afraid. Uh, the needle root is the key ingredient to that one, and I am fresh out. Uh, Tug walking out, hearing Carl ask that question, spins on his heel and says, Anything that could give us the appearance of someone that should be in the palace. Or anything that would be like otherwise useful in a way that is not turning into stuff. Sure. Okay, yeah. She says, "Mm, let me think, let me think. And she starts to pace. And she says, no, Dragonborn, that's out. Those are the only people allowed in the palace are the Dragonborn. And I need Needleroot for that. You want to sneak in. Hmm. Are all the servants Dragonborn? Yes, yes, they are. Hmm. Um... Sneaky, sneaky stealth. Is there any, do you have any potion that uh, maybe when we broke the vial would release a gas that might put somebody to sleep? Oh, bombs? I do not have anything like that, but I do have a stealthy potion. It makes your feet sound like little cat paws on a fence. Would you be interested in that? Cat paws on a fence is an extremely like, specific. Like really, Tug like is really interested. quiet. That's what I'm. That's what I'm going for. Uh, Tug is interested. Tug is interested. Yeah, let's get. Let's do that. 
Okay. Now, now this is a potion. Now, uh, the name of the potion is Kitten Mittens. Would you like uh, it? I can offer you three doses for ten gold pieces apiece. Hell yeah. Dirk Carl, says, give me fucking the- 20. Carl, pay the lady. No. All right. Durf, go on and field this one, brother. You said 10 gold pieces per three doses, or you have three doses, which cost 10 gold pieces? I can give 30 you- 30 gold for three. Jesus. Yes, thank you. 30 gold for three. But can Correct. I get more? You can get as much as you want, yes. I was just thinking you might need one. They last several hours. Well, but it sounds pretty useful in other situations. Give me nine. N- nine? Oh, I am so glad. That would so be 90 glad. gold, right? Yes, yes, yes. I'm so glad I let you in this evening. All right, I'll give you nine. And she walks back out into the main room, and you hear her like shuffling through the shelves, and she comes back with 11 doses of <laughs> the stealth potion, nine for Durf and one for both Carl and Tug. And she says, that will be 110 gold pieces, please. I'm not paying for that. I don't think that math adds up. Uh, You're buying 11, all of ours. 11 times 10? I guess that math adds up. <laughs> <laughs> and he gives her 110 gold. Oh, pleasure doing business with you, my friends. I will see you soon. Hey, by the way, don't get caught. They'll kill you. Durf goes, <laughs> and walks out. <laughs> Tug also walks out. Carl follows. <laughs> okay, as you're wa- as you're walking out, too, you hear a voice. Uh, you hear her voice, kind of muffled, as you walk out, and and you slam the door. And right before you you slam the door, you hear her say, "Oh, and by the way, watch out for the." And then the door slams. Durf just opens the door back up and says, "What'd you say?" You hear silence. She's gone. To the sewers. Mm. Okay. Durf says, well, that's probably been nothing. Let's go to the sewers. This is Joe, your Dungeon Master. Thank you for listening to episode 33. We're glad you're here. We're glad you're listening to the adventure. I uh, hope you're having fun. We just have a couple announcements here, a couple little show notes for you before we get back to the action. Um, number one, we just hit 500 Discord members. That's awesome. If you guys are not members of our Discord server, us, the cast, talk to fans about the show, about D&D. We help each other out. It's an awesome community. Uh, please go on our Discord. You can find our link in the episode description below. Um, so check that out. Uh, s- similar to that, or I guess related to that, we are going to be doing a question and answer episode soon. I don't have the date nailed down yet but we will be doing it soon and we are taking questions from fans in that discord server uh you can also go on to reddit or our twitter or any of those places and submit questions but we're going to be taking the majority from discord so if you're not on there please join if you don't have a discord it's super easy to sign up and it's a great uh it's a great app to kind of get connected with, with other gamers and other people that are nerdy and like to have fun and uh, join a community so go to discord 
Secondly, if you haven't seen, we uh, have been commissioning art from Cayo Santos, and he just completed Corby. So if you listen to the Red Sands arc, you'll you'll recognize Corby, and he put that up on Twitter, and we put that up on Twitter and Reddit and Discord as well. So go check that out. It's a beautiful, beautiful piece, and he's also done Kingston Landing and Arrow's Edge, and we're working on Cotton Candy Village next, so we're really excited to share that with you. And the last thing I just want to share, uh, we updated our merch on our Redbubble site. We have a ton more shirts and mugs and pillows and phone cases and all sorts of good stuff with new art on it. You can get uh, this new logo with all four of us. I'm actually on there too. It's the Mutiny Tavern logo. And then we also have a new Tug shirt with a Disrespectfully Disagree so you can wear him. Um, All sorts of great stuff. So please go on to our Redbubble site. You can find that link uh, in the episode description as well. So all sorts of stuff in that episode description, you can find links to all of our Facebook, Twitter, Instagram pages, um, all that kind of stuff. So check that out. All right. That's it. As far as announcements go right now, I want to give a shout out to our $15 or more patrons who get a shout out in the middle of the episode. Uh, if you are not a patron, you can go on to patreon.com. If you like the show and you want to support us, every little dollar goes to ways to make the show better, whether it's equipment, whether it's hiring for music that we do every episode, whether it's commissioning art like we are just to give you a better flavor for the show in the kind of world that our characters are living in. Um, so please consider supporting us. It really goes a long way to helping the show and to make your experience better. So thank you to our $15 or more patrons, David Ashley Cole, Andre K, Sir Falkor the Fearless, Jello Crew, Kurt Nolan, Ursula Bertia, Bertea, James JC, a who wants to give out a shout out to Hit Dice Podcast, Nick Sassy, who Nikolai Sassy is named after, Mark Albright, Tarkin Davis, Eleanor Fitchett, Sierra Clark, Jim Saunders, Jason Ford, GM Binder, and go check out their website, by the way. It's pretty sweet. GM Binder. It's like uh, it's like home brewery if you've ever like created your own home brew um, you know, items or whatever. Go go to GM Binder. Chris Solberg, Sean Myers, Ice Blue 220, Strive for Honor, Sarah Blue, Mark Deacon, Mike Hawk, and John Dalstrom. So thank you guys so much. John Dalstrom, there you go. I'll say it right. Thank you guys so much for your donations to the show. You really help us grow. So uh, that is it for me for this mid-roll. Enjoy the rest of the episode, and we will be back for episode 20, or 20, 30, 34 in two weeks. Okay, see you guys. Bye. follow her little her little makeshift map uh to the sewer grates and you walk through and um there's a little little decline that leads down until you basically see this you're in a tunnel it's really dark and you just see this still water up ahead the the tunnel's only about five feet on each direction before we go too far and i don't know if the kitten mittens thing what exactly are like does the kitten mittens potion do uh, so the kit mittens, it lasts for two hours. I'm just making this up. It lasts for two hours. Um, it adds plus 10 to your stealth checks. Okay. So Tug Damn. stops the guys before we move forward. All right, guys. Durf, I know you just bought a crap ton of them. If we use my mug that I just recently acquired from the Arcane Tower, the Tug mug, we can get double the use out of each potion. So we could use one and a half potions right now. <clears throat> And stealth our way through this entire sewer system. And then still have 
plenty to carry us through. Who are who or what are we stealthing okay. from? Uh, I don't know. Whatever fucking things you said. Beware of the and then died. <laughs> Maybe that. Um, Durf says, "Oh yeah, sure. Yeah, sure. Sure. We tug each take half brandish. a dose. Yeah, tug brandishes the tug mug. Uh, uh." Takes one of the potions from Durf, pours it in the mug, and drinks half. Hands it over to Durf, so he gets the effect of it. And then we take, pour half of a potion and give that to Carl. So we technically now have nine 11, and 10, 9.5 left with the half still in the bottle. Correct? That sounds yep. good to me. Very nice. Cool. All right. And and we're in the sewer now, right? Yeah, you're in the so sewer. Durf, just about to enter Durf into the water. Takes Eugene out of his pocket and says, "Listen, buddy, have I got a plan for you?" Oh God damn okay, it! What? We're in a sewer, right? And he kind of turns him around in his hand to look around. Sewer, right? Tons of rats oh, down yeah. here. I fucking what love the sewers. I need you to Finally, do. exactly. Get excited. And here's what I need you to do. All right, I'm in. I'm in. And his shoulders are going up and down, up and down, up and down. Like an anime, like video game, turn-based combat. <laughs> Durf says, go recruit us an army of rats and meet us by the palace. Uh, I, I, okay, listen, Durf, you know, I when I, I grew up in Woodhaven, right? And we were pacifists. We didn't get into this army crap. I have no idea what to say. I mean a figurative army. We're not going to kill anybody. Oh, I just need oh. a bunch of rats. You just need a bunch of rats. All right. Uh, roll a animal handling. 29. Holy shit. That is, that is exactly what I want to do right now. Somehow that thought entered my brain and I said, yes, 100%. I will go capture this army. We Not capture them, but I'll make friends and we will meet you. Where do you want to meet us again? By the palace. I don't know where that is, but hopefully your rat army does. Fuck it. Fuck it. We'll find it. I'm in. Let's go. And he dives, swan dives off of your pocket into the water, and you don't see him again. Nice. He's going to smell like shit when we run into him again. Um. Okay. What do you guys want to do now? Uh, I guess keep sneaking through the sewer and try and find our way to the palace, right? Or did yep. that plan change all of a sudden? Yeah, no, let's do that. Let's All do right. And, wh- and while we're going, uh, Durf is keeping an eye out for any rats, maybe, that Eugene hasn't re- befriended yet, or other animals, so that he can speak to them and ask them which way the palace is. All right. You uh, you walk up to the water, and the water goes down. It's a, You walk down this small like ramp, and the water is thick and brown, and it smells like shit. And it's about three feet up, so this is reaching just above maybe the knees of Carl and Durf. And it's about waist high for Tug. Right? Waist, chest high, maybe. And you guys wade through this sewer. So down these tunnels, uh, you run into, like, this caved-in part of the tunnel that's just covered in rocks. So you're forced to take a left. And you walk for another, like, half an hour, and you're forced to take another right from another cave-in. And as you're taking this right, you hear this rushing water up ahead. And you follow the tunnel, and it opens up into this wide, cavernous area. Um, It almost looks like a lake 
from where you are, but it's still three feet in all directions. And in front of you, you just see, you see cracks in the ceiling of this cavern where a little bit of light is shining through to cast light on this area. And you see this large, about 50 foot tall waterfall of sewage just flowing down on this cliffside. And above that cliffside, you can see the tunnel continue, but you are at the base of this waterfall. Um, do we see any way up? Give me a perception check. Uh, that is a fucking 15. 15? Um, so you see on the right side of the waterfall, you catch glimpse of this tattered rope ladder. Um, it's, it's half shredded wood and rope like the, the, it's got wooden, um, pegs basically and rope on each side and half the pegs are missing. It looks really rickety. And on the left side of the waterfall, there are, uh, you can see a little, some hand and footholds that you might be able to clamber up. Interesting. Interesting. Uh, I'm going to approach the handholds on the left side and start climbing. Okay, give me an athletics check. 25. Oh, shit. Yeah, you're fine. Uh, your hands are slippery, but just because of the sewage and the and just the dampness of this cliffside. But you managed to get up no problem to the top. Um, Durf will turn into a bird <laughs> and just fly up. All right. What kind of bird? Durf, um, you strong enough to carry a tug? Actually, mm, yeah, because I could just do a regular... I'll just turn into a fucking giant vulture. And, and a t- tug can hop on, and I'll fly on up. All right. Tug, you do that? Y- yes. All right, sweet. So you turn into a giant vulture. You've gotten enough practice now. You uh, you do this with no problem. Tug climbs on up, and you finish this encounter with much more ease than I thought, because now you can turn into birds. All right. <laughs> Cool. So you're at the you're at the top of this waterfall. You see this rushing water coming through this tunnel, um, and you are basically at the top of the cliff on on either side of this this river of sewage that's dumping down into the lake below. It's not moving fat. It's not moving so fast that you can't wade through with maybe an athletics check, but it definitely is quickly moving. Can I fly over it? You can probably fly over where the water. Uh, but the space between the water and the ceiling of the tunnel, yeah. Carl, what are you gonna do? I'm going I uh I grab uh Tug by the scruff of the neck, throw him up on my shoulders, and begin to wade through the, the sewage oh, water. Shit. All right, give me an athletics check. Sixteen. Uh yeah, that's good enough. You don't have to travel too long uh before the water calms down because you see this tunnel to the left where the source of this water is coming from. But in front of you, you see a large stone staircase that is leading up to a, to a larger archway that goes forward into darkness. Durf doesn't want to waste his wild shape. So he just kind of starts hopping up the steps one by one as a vulture. As a giant vulture. Okay. All right. Yeah. yeah I'll make my way over to the steps. Uh, once we get somewhere that, you know, the air is dry, there's not moving water. I, I put tug back down. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. The steps lead up and out of the water. Now you guys are covered in crap. I mean, you smell like crap. You're the bottom half of your bodies is just like this stained browns and greens. Um, but you, you get up to this 
large square area from from what you can see um the whole sewage so so far the sewer has been lit by like small little cracks in the ceiling where where beams of light have shined through there's been enough light that you can kind of see where you're going and this area is no different but it is about a hundred feet on each side and what you see all around you are just towering piles of trash and and sewage and the Ground is is still wet. It's I mean it's dry, but it's, there's still a couple inches of just like like trash juice there. But all around you are just piles and piles of trash. We're at the exit to this thing. Well, from the not that you know of. Upper, I mean you're you're in a big like, rectangular right. room, and all you see is towers and towers of piled up of trash. trash. Right. Uh, Durf would like to perceive with his eyes. And his nose, and or his nose. Um, if anything, does he see anything? Okay, that's cool. Give me a perception check, Vulture, which I have advantage on. What is perception? Wisdom, eighteen. Mm-hmm. Eighteen. Um, okay, yeah. No, you I'm sorry. Around. Perception plus three, so it's a twenty. In fact, twenty. Okay. All right, that is very good. Um, you do see something as you're looking around at these piles of trash. You hear a can kind of like topple over one of the piles and topple to the ground uh, with a can sound, a metal can sound. (laughs) And then you see a whole line of trash shuffle and move and start to spill down the surface. And you hear with your ears, you hear a low, strong grumbling sound. Derf like points with one of his wings and makes vulture sounds at the thing he just saw. Okay. To alert the team. Tug and Carl, what are you doing? I will approach the grumbling area of trash that Derf is currently circling. Okay. All right. Um, yeah, you you step on forward towards this noise and you brandish your sword. And Tug, make me a dexterity check. Saving throw. And that potion only gives plus to stealth, right? Yeah. 24. All right, 24. Um, So, Tug, you hear something behind you. You hear something behind you, um, and it's slippery and it's wet, and you turn at the last second to see this tentacle stretch out from the base of this of this pile of trash and reach out for your legs. And you dive out of the way at the last second just to avoid this, and all three of you now hear the grumbling sound grow and you see on the opposite end of where you came in this giant pile of trash churn and move as trash falls down and and collides with the ground and you see this creature and this creature is the color of trash it's brown and it's tan and it towers over you about 30 feet into the air with these rows of razor sharp teeth in a gaping mouth that could easily, easily swallow the three of you whole. Four different tentacles come out from beside it through the piles of trash and loom over you. And as it does this, as the trash kind of falls away, you see just between its two legs an opening that looks like it leads to an exit that was once covered in this creature and its trash. And let's roll initiative. Is is the top of it 
an eyeball or a nipple? An eyeball. <laughs> what? Okay. It's got like a it's got like a boob on top of its head. Yeah, it's an eyeball. It's an hey, eyeball. Joe, t- Tug got a Tug got a fifteen. Fifteen. Um, twenty. Not natural. Carl got a five. All right, twenty for Durf. Fifteen for Tug. Five for Carl, and this creature is going to get a natural twenty. And before now, we need to roll for Sora's Bane. Oh, yes, you do. All right, so first combat with Sora's Bane. Remind us again what that does and what we have to do here. So Sora's Bane uh, is my sword, and it says, after initiative at the start of battle, roll a d8. The number is the round in which you will uncontrollably sob for one turn over your long lost love. Okay. Isn't it that one lady you just started dating? (laughs) No. Tess? Tess. From episode two, that one lady. Right? <laughs> Slightly important. All, All right. right. So here I go. D8. Uh, I got a seven. So, so round, round seven. seven. Okay. You're going to have to I remember will, that. So or I can make tally Who's marks. going first, I guess? The first uh, the thing is this creature. First. First, first is okay. this creature. And it sees the three of you. It sees Durf flying around overhead. And it sees uh, Carl and Tug. And Carl is the closest to it since he approached. So it's going to reach out at you, Carl, with a bite attack. I I do have a question. When do I sure. use a reaction? Like, do I? You can do use it when what? It, what is the reaction? So I've got shield, and it says as a reaction. So like, can I wait and cast that after yes. I've seen if it hits yes. me? Okay, that's yeah, what I want. Shield to adds to your AC. You can you can cast that after I roll to see if it's going to help you at all. That makes right. sense. Okay. Okay. All right. Yep. So this creature rolls a. 20, not natural. That hits. That hits? You don't want to use shield? Yep. Okay, no. I'm not going to do that every 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 attack, yeah, so you're yeah. going to have I'll to let just you know. tell me. Okay, all right, so yep. 20, not natural. Um, so this thing goes down to bite at you, Carl, and you, you try to duck out of the way, but it still takes a large chunk out of your side, as it does 17 piercing damage to you, as its teeth dig into your skin, and you feel this hot sensation uh, in your body and make me a constitution saving throw. Oh, fuck. That is a natural one. A natural one. Okay, you are poisoned. Uh, you are poisoned, Carl. Are you... I believe I'm immune to poison. Are or you? is that just disease? I don't know. You have to tell Yeah, me as how. a paladin. As a paladin? Yeah. At, at what level? Divine health. By third level, the divine magic flowing through you makes you immune to disease. Okay, nice. All right, so I'll say that counts. You're not poisoned, unfortunately. So so you feel this hot uh, kind of like strange sensation fill your body, but then you are suddenly filled by this holy light, and the bite pain is still there, but the poison seeps out of your skin, and you are not poisoned. And up next is Durf. Vulture Durf. Uh, Durf. So, so by the way, Carl is within five feet of no, the creature, Of correct? the creature, but not you, right? Yep. Okay. Durf is going to dive in on its eyes. It has, like, a stalk coming out of the top of its head with two or three eyes mm-hmm. on it. Um, and he is going to attack the eyes, specifically, hoping to um, 
fuck him up. And he has multi-attack, and he also has advantage on attack. He has pack tactics. So um, because Carl is within five feet of the creature, I have advantage on those rolls. Okay, sweet. Yeah, go ahead and do it. Natural one. And a nine on the first attack. Those will miss. So your first one, okay. what happens? You, how do you miss? Um, I guess I'm I'm flying in to it's a it's the first attack is the beak attack. So I've I'm basically just darting in pointy side first at the eye, and he moves his eye stalk out of the okay, way. Okay, nice. Uh, second roll, a little bit better. Uh, that is going to be a twenty-three. That will definitely hit. Okay. So I will do 2d6 plus 2 slashing damage. That is 9. All right. 9 to an eye. All right. One of, one of the eyes. Yeah, the so eye you, you poke generally. out one of its eyes. It's got several more, but it, it does squeal out in pain a little bit, but then goes right back to its former self. It doesn't look like it did a whole lot of damage, but it is quite annoyed by you, and now it's actually kind of distracted by you, Durf. This flying, buzzing fly that's flying around its face, um, it's focusing all of its attention on you. Tug. Tug kind of, like, flexes his fingers around, watching, you know, Durf dart in, and uh, uh, Carl having stepped up and taken a a big shot, uh, because obviously he was just close. Uh, uh, Tug moves his fingers around and then kind of claps his knuckles together, and you just kind of see lightning start kicking out of his fists from uh, from those lightning knuckles he just bought uh, from from his last trip to the to, to the uh, what's it called the fishery. Yep. So, so g- getting a little jolt of excitement. It's one of those like we'll say anime style, like slow jog, and then it just turns to a big run. And he and Tug runs up, and I'm gonna uh, use a key point. Uh, to use Flurry of Blows with my new uh, Lightning Knuckles. All right, sweet. What area of the body are you targeting this thing in? Um. Okay, here's a question. Because mm-hmm. um, it, it's kind of like a trapezoidal formed, not trapezoidal, but like conical shaped uh, trash yeah. monster thing. It's, it's essentially like, um, it almost looks like elephant sized except instead of like a trunk and cute eyes and big ears like an elephant has it's basically just a giant mouth and also there's tentacles so that's what this creature looks like can can i use a key point to um uh activate my monkey tattoo to kind of run up the side of it and just like work it's like run up the side of it work his way to the eye stalk as he's just kind of laying in blows yeah, I'll let you do that. Spend two key points, one for Flurry of Blows and one for that. That's sick. Okay. So Tug does that, and then uh, now I'm going to start attacking. Uh, 27 and a 16. Those will both hit. Okay, and then do you want me to do the damage? Do you want me to roll all four or do the damage? I always forget. How roll you all four and then tell me total damage. Uh, 24 and 16 again. Yeah, all four will hit. All right, so because of these lightning knuckles, I got a boost. So instead of a D6, it's a D8 now. So that's going to be 4D8 plus 20. All right. Damn. Yeah, that's a shit ton of damage. Tug does so hilariously much more damage than the rest <laughs> no, of us. 23. 43 damage. 43? <laughs> yeah. 
What a <laughs> fucking joke. All right. That's fine. That's fine. You do 43 damage. So you are you are climbing this creature as you're running forward with this sick-ass athletics check and your four attacks, and you're just pounding into its side, and electricity is coursing through its veins, and it sidesteps as you're punching it. It kind of, like, falls off to the side, leaving the exit out of this room even more visible to you all. Um, this one actually looked like it did some damage. It still looks pretty good. Again, just so annoyed at um, these these annoying you know this fly buzzing around its face and these little zaps it's getting from the side but it's still looking very much alive carl you're up i want to cast mage hand at the door how far away is the door I so guess it's I not necessarily first. a door it's just a big archway that's open and it's um i'd say it's about 30 feet from you all right i actually i'm just going to just ready myself and pass the turn okay what like are you ready, ready what are you readying for uh, so, like, when you're can, ready can, in action, can, you you right. set a trigger. Can he like like I I can he hold his action and reinsert himself where like, he wants? Right, like I just want to hold my ground and try and give Durf and Tug time to get to the door. Yeah, that's fine. I'll let you hold an action. I'll let you, I'll only let you hold one like one at a time. You can't like hold it every turn, but I'll let you hold it this turn. Yeah, that's fine. Okay. It, it is this creature's yeah. turn, and um, it is going to try to reach around and bite at Tug. For his first attack, as you're kind of crawling up of it, up it, 16. Uh, 16 does not hit. 16 won't hit. Okay, so it reaches around, but you are way too fast. You are climbing up it, climb up its back, and it roars as it tries to get at you but just can't. And as it roars, it lifts up its tentacles and tries to grab Durf the Vulture with two of them, rolling a 8 and... <laughs> Fuck. Now it rolled a two and then a natural one. So these tentacles are just flying up wildly, hitting against the ceiling. Can I? Can yeah, I suggest? Um, because he rolled a natural one, can his tentacles, which have spikes on them, hit himself in his own eyes instead of me? That's fine. Yeah, no, I like that. All right. So it, it, yeah, this, these tentacles with these spikes on them slam upwards and they ricochet off the ceiling, which causes it to kind of bend backwards towards this big long appendage that where its eyes all are. And it pokes out two of its eyes, uh, doing 15 damage to itself. Okay. It's a lot. Um, um, that hurts it. That definitely hurts it. You, it. It screams and it sidesteps to the right and to the left. Um, it is extremely pissed, even more so at you now, Durf. And you are. Is up. it distracted? Yeah. Well, yes. It is. It is. I mean, its eyes are getting gouged out. It is distracted. It's not distracted by you. It. You are distracting it currently. So it is still okay. focused on you. So. So if I. For instance, snatched up Tug and flew towards the door. Don't do that. It would opportunity attack me. Uh, Yeah, but you could do that for sure. I would say that uh, because of how many eyes it's poked out and how pissed it is, that it's going to have disadvantage on that opportunity attack. I just if have that changes your mind. A pretty fucking low AC. Okay. Uh, how many eyes does it have left? Uh, Three. Durf is just going to keep fucking wailing away at his eyes. Okay. Still has pack tactics. So that is a uh, 22 on the first attack and a 14 on the second attack. 
All right, both hit. Okay, so 2d4 plus 2. First, beak slash, beak attack does um, 5. And then the talon attack does 10. So 15, 15 damage? All right, uh, you managed to poke out two more of its eyes. It's got one left. Nice. And again, no, still super no depth pissed at perception. you. Yep. Guys, right, guys, it has no depth perception. <laughs> if you throw a baseball at it, it won't catch it. <laughs> or it may, but it'll be hard. Tug, you're up. Tug is up. Carl, did you use your? Did you step in? No, but I'd like. I would like to seeing it. Seeing it is it is injured. Um. I'm going to make. Uh, I'm going to try and make an attack. It's already kind of off balance. I'm going to uh, kind of slash at its legs to try and continue further its imbalance. Okay. Uh, an eleven and a sixteen to hit. Uh, just the second one hits. Uh, second one hits. I'm going to activate. Uh, I'm going to use Sora's Bane. Okay. Uh, so Sora's Bane, the sword uh, has two charges of. Level three divine smite. Nice. That recharge on uh, it says daily, but I'm assuming that will should be short rest. Um, so that is sixty eight plus five. Holy shit! Twenty two, twenty eight damage. All right, you slash down at its legs, and it lifts one of them up and almost topples to the ground with Tug on top of it. Tug, give me an athletics check. I will use a key point to automatically pass. All right, so you easily grab onto one of its scales and hang on as it tilts almost sideways, but then catches itself again, getting further away from this exit. And it is Tug's turn. Um, so does it look fairly enfeebled right now? It does look pretty bad. looks pretty bad. Okay. Um, Tug is going to use another key point, and I'm going to use Flurry of Blows again. Okay. Um, because of its blindness or anything, is there any advantages to these rolls, or are we just no. going straight? Nope. Uh, that is two 24s, natural 20, and a 20, a non-natural Jesus. 20. Okay, yeah, all four <laughs> hit, and why don't you just tell me how you kill it, because it won't matter. <laughs> okay. Um, okay, so... I'm so, so can I, can I, instead of doing four strikes, can I concentrate all that power into one strike? 110%, Is that something yes. I, I can do? Yes. Okay. Um, so Tug like reaches back like a pitcher getting ready to throw a pitch and the lightning gauntlet or uh, the lightning knuckles are crackling over his right hand. And uh, Tug goes, <clears throat> this is this is a shout out for all my anime fans out there. Almighty Woodhaven smash and then just just crushes right through this thing. With a big <laughs> smash, just rips through it. All right, the the whole room just like lights up and flashes like a rave party, and a bolt of lightning strikes out through your fist and pierces through its skull and just splits this thing in two, and both halves kind of collapse to the ground, and you are out of initiative, and you slide down, you slide down its tentacle perfectly to the ground and strike a pose, just like. As he's striking a pose, Durf makes like a loud ah! eagle sound. You're a vulture. Yeah. <laughs> You're a vulture. But, but like a cool one. 
Whatever, it's cool, cool but slightly evil because like. you're a vulture. <laughs> okay. Right. Right. So, All right. Uh, right. You're at a, you, and you are. <laughs> is, that, is, is that what a vulture sounds like? <laughs> Just. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you are out so of initiative. Before, but, but, yeah, uh, that, was, I that, s- was a, that was a good encounter that Joe definitely wanted us to just leave the room, but instead we stayed and killed. The yeah, whole thanks monster. to fucking forty-eight whatever the fuck damage. Uh, so throwing <laughs> everything into decks to hit, which gives me plus eight now, and also having not character-driven one d eight because of these lightning knuckles is. Fucking ridiculous. Pretty pretty good, I guess. All right. All right. I'll just have to make them more. Especially when the especially when the AC threshold was what, sixteen? Uh fourteen, actually. Yeah, it seemed really yeah. low. So I mean Yeah. Yeah. Hundred and fourteen hit points done in three turns. Uh, before we leave, <laughs> I want to I I'm gonna search and pick up one of these one of these teeth. Give me a uh give me uh just a regular strength throw. Ten. Um you manage to get a small tooth. It's not large. You, you pull on a couple of the big ones and they just don't come loose. So you manage to get like a like a a small little canine. Perfect. I, I drop this into the cup on Thirsty Boy and then cover it back with its lid. Nice. And it's it is dripping with some poison. Durf can Durf do a can Durf do a eyes and nose perception check? For any other fat loots that might be on fat with a ph, loots that might be on this dead creature um, on the creature itself or in the trash. Yeah, or in well, the area I mean, what, are, what specifically are you looking for? Just loot in general or anything? I don't know. I mean, it's a big, it's a big like sewer. Sometime maybe some like fucking rich person accidentally flushed their shit that's worth a bunch of money or incredibly powerful. Okay, down sure. The Give me a perception check. Uh oh, I'm still a vulture. Advantage. Ha! Um shit. Nine. Yeah, you don't find anything. Nope. No, you search around, you do one last swoop of the area, um, and all you see is trash and sewage. Nothing nothing expensive or you get the you get the sense that these people um take pride in, in their belongings and would never accidentally throw something valuable away. I get I get that sense from flying around looking at their poop. <laughs> Yes. Cool. <laughs> cool. Well, Derf Derf swoops down and goes through that archway. All right. What are the other two of you doing after you grab that tooth, gonna, Carl? Uh, yeah, I'm going to follow along. Same. Our potions are still up. The stealth ones, correct? Uh, yeah. It's only been. It's probably only been about an hour. You maybe have one more hour on these. Um. All right. Nice. Press on. Uh, just make Derf sure. flies. Very quietly okay. through the archway. You guys gather your things, and with your new tooth and stealthy shoes and wings, I guess you travel through the archway um, further down the sewers. Now I want to thank our five to ten dollar patrons: Jonathan Zeman, Metal Minister, Zabrija Emma Spring. I hope I said that name right. Thank a veteran: Joshua Ald, Sierra Jones, Ryan. Instagram account: Lace Evangeline, Holly Roxana, Oya Bun, Ryan Corbin, Lady Mage Sire, Torben Schwartz, James Crouch, JJ Holler, Chris Harrison, Jack. Tucker Barkley, Pat Manads, 
Olivia Fumiati, Seth M. Harrison, Kevin DeHart, Jacob Torres, Thomas Sanchez, Matthew Watson, Kevin Kozlowski, Jesse Jones, David Barron, Eric Hancock, Dan McStockerson, Jason Rittman, Joshua Motzinger, Nicole Chapin from the Redshift Podcast, Marco Olofsson, Ian Coughling, William Martin, Elemental.fm, Joshua Hebert and his podcast, The Dungeon Master's Thrift Shop. It's a new one. Go check it out. Jack Mega, Nick Vukalich, Vitaly Vasoyuk, Joe Quickle, and Adam Hoffling. Thank you guys so much for your donations to the show.